Since arriving at San Siro last summer, the Inter coach has already signed five players from English clubs, with more possibly on the way. Antonio Conte is intense. Too intense for some. This is a coach who is so obsessed with his players being in peak physical condition that he even offers them sex tips. Short spells, with the minimum of effort and use positions where they are under their partners. And preferably with their wives, because then you don't have to put in an exceptional performance. Conte is only concerned with his own satisfaction, and when he feels he doesn't have a squad capable of carrying out the hyper-intense, meticulously organized, mainly transitional style of football he craves, he lashes out at his bosses. It happened at Juventus. It happened at Chelsea. And it's already happened at Inter. Even by Conte's standards, though, his outburst after November's 3-2 loss to Borussia Dortmund was extraordinary, and not just because it arrived less than six months into his San Siro tenure. Big mistakes were made in planning this season, Conte said immediately after the Champions League clash. I don't care about January or February. We should have planned this season out much, much better. We proved that we can trouble anyone if we are on form, but there are players who have played non-stop. We cannot play in Serie A and the Champions League constantly push to the limits. I am really pissed off, because we cannot do more than this. I am just fed up saying the same thing over and over. I hope a director comes out and says something instead. If Conte's attack on his employers appeared unwarranted, given Inter had spent 155 million euros strengthening his squad during the summer, his frustration was at least understandable. On that night at Signal Iduna Park, Inter had given an exhilarating glimpse of what they could become under Conte. For 45 minutes against one of Europe's most exciting sides, Inter were electric, relentless. Their end Dortmund ragged and fully deserved their 2-0 halftime lead. Then, suddenly, shockingly, they ran out of steam and Dortmund took full advantage, turning the game on its head to leave Conte incandescent with rage. He felt he simply didn't have sufficient strength and depth to rotate his players regularly, in order to keep them fresh enough to implement his mentally and physically draining tactics in two competitions. The draw stems from the fact that we must always go at 200 km an hour, Conte explained after the recent Serie A draw with Lex. We are not a team that manages to bring home the victory going at an average speed. When we can't get to the maximum, we are a normal team. Which is precisely why Conte has been so desperate to add new players during the January transfer window, with Inter three points behind Serie A leaders Juventus, having drawn five of their past seven games. And he doesn't want just any players, either. Conte wants Premier League players. Last summer, Inter signed two forwards from Manchester United Romelu Lukaku, for a club record 80 million euros, and Alexis Sanchez, on a season-long loan. Inter returned to Old Trafford this month to do a 1.5 million euro deal for Ashley Young, while Victor Moses has joined on loan from Chelsea, and could be followed to the Giuseppe Misa by Olivier Giroud, though, at this point, Inter seem unwilling to meet the Frenchman's valuation. Most excitingly of all, though, Inter have signed Christian Eriksen for a knockdown fee of 20 million euros, as the attacking midfielder's contract at Tottenham was set to expire in the summer. Obviously, we're talking about players of varying degrees of quality and maturity here, but all of them either played under or against Conte's Chelsea. During his two-year stint at Stamford Bridge, Conte transformed Moses into a marauding fullback, who played a key role in the Blues title triumph 2016-17 title triumph, while Giroud was acquired from Arsenal for £18 million in January 2018. Both have suffered dramatic dips since Conte's exit. Moses spent the last year on loan at Fenerbahce, while Giroud has fallen behind Tammy Abraham in the striking pecking order under Frank Lampard. The 34-year-old Young, meanwhile, had been relegated to United's third-choice left-back before leaving Old Trafford. Conte, though, has the utmost faith in his ability to revitalize players, and with good cause. 
Sanchez, of course, has barely played for Inter due to injury, but Lukaku has formed a devastating partnership with Lautaro Martinez and is one of the main reasons why Inter are challenging a time defending champions Juventus for the season's Scudetto. The Belgian has been effusive in his praise of Conte, describing the Italian as the ideal coach for him at this stage of his career. Lukaku's teammates have been similarly ebullient, with Alessandro Bastoni labeling Conte, the Messi of coaching, and Nicolo Barella, claiming that he is willing to die for his boss. The latter may have been guilty of questionable hyperbole, but there is no denying that Barella's declaration is indicative of the kind of commitment Conte asks of his players, or foot soldiers as he sometimes calls them. He certainly will not tolerate anything less than maximum commitment. As Andrea Perlo once wrote, a Conte dressing room is not for the faint of heart. As we Italians say, he a devil for every hair. And if the hair is fake, the devil is very real. And the devil must be obeyed. Players are expected to be switched at all times and to leave everything out on the field. Physically, his teams are ready to run 95 minutes at the same level, former Chelsea midfielder Nemanja Matic said. As we have already seen in Dortmund and Lex, Conte's Inter are not yet capable of doing that twice a week. Hence the need for reinforcements, with Conte clearly feeling that he is best served by picking up players familiar with the frenetic pace of the Premier League, rather than the slower Serie A young as past his best, but greeted the opportunity to move to Inter, with the kind of enthusiasm that would only have convinced Conte of his worth. Perhaps more importantly, he boasts medals. During that remarkable rant at Signal Iduna Park, an exasperated Conte asked, we were talking about players who, apart from Diego Godin, have never won anything. Who do we turn to? Nicolo Barella who has come from Cagliari? Or Stefano Sensi, who came from Sassuolo? Conte, then, doesn't just want energy or cover, he also wants winners, players with experience of having performed at the very highest level. For him, that clearly means the Premier League. Indeed, it is telling that even his search for greater creativity in midfield, arguably the biggest weakness in his impressive but flawed inter-side, he ended up returning to England for Ericsson. The Dane's commitment to the Tottenham cause may have waned after his failure to secure a transfer last summer, but he previously showed under Pochettino that he can press with the kind of intensity that Conte requires. If Conte finds an adequate role for Eriksen in his preferred 3-5-2 formation, he could be deployed as a number 8 or as a number 10 in a hybrid system, more akin to a 3-4-1-2, the Dane could well prove the missing piece in the Premier League puzzle Conte is assembling at San Siro. Of course, the former Italy boss has succeeded in Serie A before with a squad of similar attributes. The Juventus side he led to three consecutive Scudetto, was founded upon a rock-solid defence, driven by a dynamic midfield, complemented by the guile of Andrea Perlo, and spearheaded by a front two, boasting both physicality and tenacity. Where Conte's best Juventus had Gigi behind the BBC in the defence, Andrea Barzagli, Leonardo Benucci and Giorgio Cellini, his excellent inter-goalkeeper Sami Hananovic, is protected by a backline of enormous potential in Milan Skriniar, Stefan de Vrij and Alessandro Bastoni. In attack, Lukaku and Martinez look like they have an even better understanding than Carlos Tevez and Fernando Llorente, and while Inter's midfield have not yet attained anything like the level of Claudio Marchisio, Paul Pogba, Arturo Vidal and Perlo, Stefano Sensi and Barella are young, hungry Italians of enormous potential. Of course, Conte's Juventus didn't succeed in Europe, they lacked the nous, finesse and versatility required to do so, an allegation that could be made against his current Inter outfit, but he felt that was because of the club's refusal to back him in the transfer market, you can't expect to eat in a 100 euro restaurant with 10 euros in your pocket. It was the same story at Chelsea, when Conte argued that his side wouldn't be able to defend their Premier League title without serious investment. He felt that their triumph was a freak achievement, and so it proved. Conte knew where the danger was coming from. 
Manchester City, Liverpool and Tottenham occupied the top three spots for sprints made at the end of both of Conte's season in the Premier League. The methods of Pep Guardiola, Jurgen Klopp and Pochettino may have varied, but all three managers played intensive games. The more players they had at their disposal, the easier it was to sustain, and more likely it was to end in silverware. It is, therefore, no coincidence that both Guardiola and Klopp have enjoyed remarkable success in the interim, having been back to the hilt in the transfer market, whereas Pochettino is now out of a job after going without a single new player for 18 months of his tenure. These were the two big lessons that Conte took out of his time in England. The value of playing with intensity, and the necessity of a deep pool of players in order to so. So, while the identity of some of Inter's most recent recruits are undoubtedly surprising, that they have come from the Premier League is anything but. Conte knows these players and he knows they can cope with his style of play. In almost every case, he knows that their clubs were or are as desperate to get rid of them as they are to leave. Indeed, the Premier League is a happy hunting ground for cash-strapped Inter, given the top clubs are so flush with TV rights money that they have an excess of experienced players, some of whom are unhappy with their lack of game time. Just like Lukaku, Alexis, Moses and Young, Eriksson is looking for a new challenge. He'll certainly get one at Inter, where he'll be expected to produce consistently exceptional performances. At least on the pitch. Is Milan finally turning blue? Remember to follow Golia by hitting the follow button and slapping a 5-star review on the show or tapping the love icon. Let's get to 1 million followers and tune in daily for new episodes.